Welcome, welcome, welcome into another edition of the Chumps Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Danny. I got Matt here, and Matt, we got a special guest on the show here. Yeah. Um, today we got Keith on the show, longtime listener, um, sometimes okay contributor. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Scott, Scott got tied into work tonight, and we need another person for our game later. So we we got Keith on. How you doing, Keith? Hey guys, how you doing? Glad to be here. We're here. We're here. We're here alive. And you know what's not fair is we Scott, or Scott sits here and is like, I got to go to work. Matt and I have repeatedly said we can go sling some custard as long as you don't mind that we get rip roaring drunk <laughs> and we can say whatever we want to customers. And he said no. For some reason, he's not on board with it. He doesn't take you up on that one. Huh? And I, one of these days, we'll wear him down. But Keith, how is retirement? Fantastic. Yeah. Everything I dreamed it would be. Are you just like shopping podcasts and you're just testing the waters on this one first? No, I just, I only listen to you guys. You, you know, when you listen to the best, why go anywhere else? Oh, God, you're, you're not listening <laughs> to the right podcast. <laughs> I mean, you've only been bored or been uh, retired for what, six months now? Maybe. No just four months yeah i mean eventually you might get bored and start making oversized trash cans or something <laughs> <laughs> is that a reference to my father is that where we're going uh, might be oh i thought you made that up i, I thought that was i thought that was really clever <laughs> so uh it looked like uh keith you got some uh some whiskey there is that what oh. you're you're bringing to the party little stickle of woodford reserve i thought i'd break out the good stuff for for the occasion Matt, what do you got? I'm just rocking a, a couple Guinnesses, keeping it a little light right now. I was at a, a happy hour post work today, so you're a little I'm bit a schnockered. Little <laughs> so I'm not schnockered, but I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, to start us off, I got a couple of good uh, kickoff questions. You guys want the uh, the football one? Let's do the football one first, and then we'll do the the fun one second. Okay, how's that? Sounds good. Sounds right. good. <clears throat> so. The AFC West, uh, it seems to be that that is the best division in football. Can we agree on that to start? That's how it seems. What do you guys think is the next best division after the AFC West um, heading into the 2022 season? Because there's talk of the AFC West putting every single one of these teams into the playoffs, which would be ridiculous, but you can bet on that in Vegas, which seems insane. But is there a division that could come close to competing with the AFC West? And I know you guys need a second. That's why I'm stalling for you to look at the divisions and the teams that are in there. Yeah. What are your emotions? the, The little bit more, uh, I guess last few years favorites were the NFC West. And I know Seahawks are kind of selling off right now. That's the consensus. But other than that, I think Rams, Cardinals, and Niners are in great shape still. I think that's still going to be a really strong division. Seahawks, maybe not, but they'll be competitive. They're Keith, not the Jags. Yeah. Keith, what are your what are your thoughts? Well, the first thing I thought of was, and that would if the Steelers and Browns can get their life right at quarterback, I would think the AFC North might be able mm-hmm. to give them a run. Cause they're, that's my answer too. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the defending Super Bowl runner up and the Ravens are always tough, mm-hmm. but who knows what Steelers and the Browns are going to do a quarterback. 
I got because you know Deshaun's gonna serve sometime, some suspension. Do you think they're gonna keep Baker Mayfield for that exact reason, or is that just is that just a ship that has sailed? Ugh, I'd I'd, I'd be afraid of what you're gonna get out of him, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's sell off Baker. Get you would or you would not? You would. I would sell him off. I mean, yeah. you're obviously investing elsewhere now, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not yeah. going to steal that confidence. It's time to cut ties and let him go somewhere else. Let him spread his wings and try to fly somewhere else. But do what do you guys, guys think, think is going to be, be the the crappiest division come this year? Ooh. That's my next Ooh. question. My next question on the list was, what do you guys think is going to be the worst? I think that it's going to be the NFC South. I think that the um, Panthers are going to be trash. I think the Falcons are going to be more trash. I think the Saints are going to be overrated. Um, without Sean Payton and Drew Brees, I think it's just the Buccaneers with a 45-year-old Yeah, and also with a uh, – oh, my gosh, I can't remember his name. Head coach uh, – Bruce Arians? Retiring. Yeah, Bruce Arians. Like, was it his third time retiring? Fourth, maybe? I don't know. One of the times, wasn't it for cancer or something? Or like a heart his condition? His cancer health. or something? Yeah. Some kind of health deal. Was that the Colts? Or I'm being like poo holes and just divorce your wife whenever she has cancer. Wow. (laughs) Ouch. Oh boy. Yeah, that's that was a hot topic at my work somehow. An early hot take. (laughs) Who's right and who's wrong in the pool's divorce situation? I'm like, come on, guys, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I I totally agree. I was gonna throw out NFC South. Um doesn't seem like anybody's trying there really besides Brady coming back to the Bucks. Um, yeah, just the Bucks, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have heard the Saints is one of the possible landing spots for Baker, though. Saints and the Seahawks are what I've heard. That, yeah, I heard Seahawks, yeah, as well. I mean, well, they just, uh, the Saints just gave famous Jameis a couple years and like 20 yeah. something million. Did you see what his quote? He said that he, uh, how do you describe himself? He said, I can do everything that your favorite quarterback can do. That was like the, the direct quote. I was like, James Duke out. <laughs> like, oh, oh man. But as far, as far as the AFC side of it, I think weakest would have to probably go to the South right now. Titans and Colts, I think, are going to be in the mix for um, battling with each other for playoff or for di- division win and both likely make playoffs. But the Texans and Jags, I don't see them being competitive this year. No, 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 I don't. They're like two of the four worst teams in the entire NFL, no one division. So I think, you're, yeah, you're, you're probably right. Even with all that money the Jags spent in free agency? <laughs> it's like record-breaking, isn't it? Yeah, in one offseason so far, it's been a crazy amount, a crazy yeah. amount of money. And what do they have to show for it? Zay Jones? <laughs> Christian Kirk, I know, but like. That's that's still Christian Kirk. You I, gotta be I can me. see it like being a, a compounding effect too. When you're at the bottom of the barrel, players don't want to come to you, so you got to pay more to get lesser players. Right, and it's it's a tough hole to dig yourself out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the the Jacksonville's GM? You know, as, as soon as Miami signed got Tyreek, 
You know, and they they look at the money they spend on Christian Kirkson's agent. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that that was the big thing of Devontae Adams changes teams. Tyreek Hill, it's like, oh man. Oh, also, man. I, I don't I don't see Tyreek Hill going to the Jags, even if they gave him the same contract. That's that's true. That's fair. That's true. I mean, Dolphins aren't amazing by any stretch, and I've already said on this show that I think Tyree Hill is going to dwindle into nothing in Miami, but it's a different situation than going to the Jags. Well, true. True question. Would you, if you were a receiver, would you want to hook your wagon to Trevor Lawrence or to Tua? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. For me. I, think I would go Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. I know Miami's got a lot more total picture than Jags do. I, I think that it came down to Tyreek Hill going, oh, Miami, Florida. I can get into a lot of trouble down here. And I'm, <laughs> I'm all aboard. <laughs> Too toot on that. <laughs> So do you guys want to go to the fun question? I don't think we've done this one before, Matt. I, I have it still listed on my my ideas tab on my phone. So stop me if we've done this one before. Is but it, now what we, is the cutest donut? Oh, my God. Now I want to do that. But I don't have an answer <laughs> for it. So I'm not prepared for it. <laughs> it's an eclair. I mean, the game. Uh, so we're going to do a keep trade cut. You ready? Okay. <clears throat> keep trade cut. Barbecue sauce, ranch dressing, and hot sauce. Barbecue sauce, ranch dressing, hot sauce. Matt, we haven't done that specific one before, oh, yeah. right? No, I, I can answer this quick. Keep hot sauce. Love it. Zero cows. Or like, I mean, if you're getting like a fancy hot sauce, maybe five cows. But I mean, healthy for you. Yeah. It's the cayenne pepper. This helps with other stuff, too. I don't know. But just amazing all around sauce. This is where it gets tougher because ranch <laughs> has a big one. <laughs> what I would say is trade barbecue because I like barbecue more than ranch, and it depends. Barbecue is a is a more of a genre than just a sauce. You could say that about hot sauce too, but uh, I think ranch is just like super freaking hot out there. Everybody loves ranch. Everybody wants ranch on their team, so I'm trading ranch and getting that trade value out of it, and. I guess I'm just dropping barbecue sauce because I mean, if it depends on the barbecue sauce, you can have some amazing stuff, but if it's malls, mm-hmm. that's, that's getting dropped every day. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just deciding what barbecue sauce. So it's easier to cut. I got it. That's malls. good. Ew. Malls. It's like ketchup with like a slight <laughs> amount of something. added to. So <laughs> Keith, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, I, I'm with Matt and I would take it. Just to expand on that a little bit, because ranch has got the trade value, I don't know how this works. Can you trade ranch for some barbecue? And mm-hmm. th- then you got your of hot course. sauce and your barbecue back. So of course, of course, you, know, you cut barbecue, but then you trade ranch for some more barbecue. And I think there you go. I think you're look <laughs> you're 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 playing with the rules too much there, Keith. <laughs> but I like the uh, the innovation there. I unfortunately have the exact same answer, which is disappointing. Hot sauce is the greatest thing on this planet. Um, if I would have known, for Frank's with the old lady saying, "I put that shit on everything," and it's like, "Huh, huh it's funny, it's a commercial." But really, like you can put mm-hmm. that shit on Eli everything. Manning. Eli, Eli Manning's Manning, in yeah. these commercials now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hot sauce is amazing. Uh, barbecue sauce is great, but yeah, I think that ranch. You're right. It has this trade value that you wouldn't fucking believe with people. 
it, they have like restaurants based around ranch dressing. We are based out of St. Louis, Missouri. We should say for all of our international <laughs> listeners, uh, 2% of our listeners are from not the United States. I should say that. Uh, you'll have to Google what ranch dressing is. Uh, but to kind of sidestep in a way, what is your go-to barbecue sauce? Go-to. I mean, I know that there's like when you marinate and when you like do like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what is your go? What is your go-to barbecue sauce? I'm just a, I'm a big like mustard fan in general. So you get me to like those mustardy vinegar, like Carolina, I feel like Carolina a lot of times is like either very vinegar based or very mustard based or little of both. Um, and I'm okay with, I meant like, I meant like, like like brands as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, like when you go to the store, you pick out your brand and your, your, what's your go-to brand then Matt. All right. All right. All right. Well, I guess (laughs) I'll say Carolina either way. And, uh, I don't have a brand. I'll, I'll try it all. <laughs> That's a great, great way to not answer it. Keith, go ahead. Well, we have a local barbecue place here in St. Louis called Sugar Fire, and their sauces are in the grocery stores. And my go-to every time is Sugar Fire has a uh, honey sriracha. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm, that's right. That's, good that's one. It's, it's just perfect blend of sweet and spicy and good on pretty much anything. I have sweet and spice and everything nice. I think I got <laughs> so I go another local area. I like super smokers. I really like the barbecue sauce. And I think it's the Kansas City style that I like. And it's unfortunate because I hate Kansas City. <laughs> but um yeah, that's my go-to. And also just your sweet baby race for all the uh the international folks. You probably had that one. It's always I use one. I use sweet baby rays as a base. I'll throw yeah, that. I'll, I'll add mustard. I'll add hot sauce. I'll add both. I'll add like maybe some soy. Like it depends. Like if I'm doing a marinade or this or that. But sweet baby rays is a great base mm-hmm. for a lot of things. Just to get a base. Just to get a base. <laughs> um. Well, there, there you go, guys. That is it for the kickoff question. Let's talk football. Although. It's been such a lightning storm of moves in the past like couple of weeks. There's not a ton of news. There's one piece of news I thought was actually worth writing down on our show doc, and that is the new overtime rule. And I want your guys' thoughts on this. So uh, who was it? The Eagles and Colts tag team this proposal, and it got approved that all playoff overtime games will feature at least one possession for each offense um, just in the playoffs. And it's been met with like a difference of reviews amongst fans are good, bad, terrible. It's amazing. You guys are idiots. Everyone else hate each other. So what do you guys think of the new overtime rule? Keith, go ahead and, uh, and blast us off. Well, I've been, back and forth on it um i do understand and agree with i kind of like that both teams get at least one shot but i since i'm the old guy in the group you know i go back a ways i really right, we talked about that before the show yeah we. <laughs> <laughs> i really there's something to be said about play defense you know if you don't want to toss and you know you have a defense too you have extra team you know, special teams you it's a teams are three parts you know and so I, I, I am t- constantly back and forth on this. I can't make up my mind, but so I, I old guess fashioned, <laughs> I guess I've heard the just... argument just that it's, it's not really 50, 50, the stats are the offense typically wins. And there's different arguments on why that happens. A lot of times people say the defense is just more worn out after 60 minutes of football, which I agree with to an extent. Um, but 
just looking at the numbers, it's it's not like a, it's more the coin toss decides it because the offense has the statistical advantage to win in any situation, especially in one of those like the Bills Chiefs game and everything that everybody was talking about. Oh, greatest game of all time until it wasn't. Yeah. The, yeah. The only thing I have to say about the new overtime rule is kind of sucks that it's not for the full season. I don't know if that has like TV deal or some other kind of impacts, but I'd rather see it for the whole season. Um, it's when it got red, it seemed so short. It was like the new overtime rule is both teams get a possession. And I'm just like, wow, that's simpler than the current rule. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't this the original rule? Um, but my only gripe with it isn't that I think defenses should play harder. It's there's better alternatives out there. I, I'll always mention the overtime that we never saw that the XFL 2.0 implemented with like a shootout style. Each team gets five chances from their five yard line. And you basically, you just get an X in the box. If I, you that's that so attempt. good. That's I, so I that. good. That is straight out of hockey, isn't it? The hockey yeah. shootout. And, the hockey, shootout. and the shootout was one of the things that brought hockey back from almost yeah. death because it's really, really exciting. And it's not, it's not really real hockey. It will grow up. We need, <laughs> we need, this is entertainment. And that is amazing. Yeah. Hey, that's and it's, it's fair. It's a way to end a game fair. so you don't play forever too, you know. Each yeah. team has the same opportunity. They have the same amount of offense, same amount of defense. Both teams have to play defense in that situation. So you can't argue the yeah. just play defense because you're going to play defense on your five attempts where you're playing defense. So um, I love the idea. I hope when the XFL comes back, they're already kind of paired up with the NFL to try out new rules. They, they keep that overtime. And if it's a success, if we actually get to see it in the XFL this time around, maybe the NFL will adopt it. So one of the big, um, not high, I wouldn't say hot takes, but one of the rapid reactions, that's the thing, right? Like knee jerk reaction to it from one of the NFL coaches, maybe Mike Tomlin. I may be wrong on that. It but was. He said that um, first teams that get the ball and they score a touchdown, there's going to be a big push to go for two right out of the gate. So you don't get beat by somebody going for two on their their possession because you kicked an extra point i think that sounds exciting as shit and, and if you if you get it it puts pressure on that team then too a lot but of fourth down opportunities time, most, of these games, most of these games that go to overtime are in a late score where a team doesn't decide to go for two because they want to keep playing out a, a tie mm -hmm. so why in overtime are people going to decide differently why would you push a game to overtime by going for one instead of two, just to go to overtime and then go for two on your second possession. Because you can't tie in the playoffs. This is just in playoffs and you can't yeah, tie I'm in the saying, playoffs. Why not go for it at the end of the game then? Or do you think this rule would actually make people go for it at the end of the game more? Um, rather than pushing to overtime. Hey, it all depends on the coach. It all and the offenses the, and like, yeah. yeah like, philosophies. All I'm saying is if I'm going, to two, going for two to win the game, I'm going to go for two before the game's over rather than go for two in overtime. Maybe not necessarily because it's a hold to hold. It's a horse, as you would say, it's a horse of a new color. Uh, but I, I think I, if it were me, yeah, I do. I would go for two. If I, if it was my possession first, I score a touchdown. I would go for two because I will not have a scenario where I score a touchdown, kick an extra point, and then you score a touchdown, go for two and get it, and then I lose. No, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. No, but everyone's going to be like, if you win the coin flip, you're going to take the ball. That's all I'm saying is like if you're the second yeah. team to score a touchdown and you're going for two to 
Oh, that's what die. you're saying. I was missed. I it's was the same thing as going for two to do or die at for the sure. end of the regular. Okay, I get it now. Game. It's I get it now. Yes, for sure. Decision for the coach. Yeah, same yeah. decision. Just yeah. just more more riding on it, of course. Then because you're in the playoffs. <laughs> and uh, am I mistaken? Or aren't the rules different for regular season and postseason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not doing it for. It, you yeah. can still tie in the regular season, and right. I think that was a big push to let's not get our let's not extend games more in the regular season, like for player injury purposes, right. but that might annoying. be a, a player union thing. They don't want to get yeah players hurt. Players don't yeah. need to play more. Blah, blah, more. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't want to get hurt. Get a baby a bottle. Yeah. to entertain me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Start dancing, Jack. Yeah. Well, um, how are you guys feeling? You guys want to take a break? And when we come back, we can do... Well, I'm describing as Matt's fun game. Yeah, sure. the game is going to be, who am I? Who I am think I? I may have teased this last episode, but I'm going to give you guys um, a couple little uh, doodads about a, a player speaking in the first person, of course. Um, could be anything from 2003 to last season. Wait, wait, that's different. That, that's different than what we said in the pre-show 2003. Uh, you did say 13. You pre-show. said 2013 pre-show. Yeah, well, you guys have both been alive um since 2003 yeah, it's not a problem for me but oh. <laughs> Keith, Keith should like this change um the oldest questions danny you'll know the players don't worry um i am worried but you know what most okay. of the questions are are sooner but it'll be all right um players are fantasy relevant players at least during the seasons that i'm referring to them and i think you guys will be able to get it i'll throw some hints out there if not um on the fly and it should be fun but I think we do take a break. I got to pee. So I got to go throw up from my anxiety. So we we will be right back. Think think about a, a little bet for you and Keith to have for the winner of this. Oh, God. Let's just make it more. I'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Ty here with Dan and Tone from the Upper Decker podcast. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Chumps to Champs. These guys absolutely kill it when it comes to fantasy football, and I'd be willing to bet that if you're uh, you're a football fan, there's a good chance you follow baseball as well. And if that's the case, we want you to finish up this episode and then head on over to the Upper Decker podcast. We cover all things baseball, so whether you want to hear about the latest on-the-field action, listen to breakdowns of trades and signings, or learn about some crazy baseball history, we've got a little something for everyone. We are going to drop some knowledge on you and hopefully give you a few laughs in the process. If you want to check us out, we're available on all your streaming platforms. We'd also encourage you to follow us at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of this episode of Chumps to Champs. Woo! Welcome back, baby diapers. Uh, to episode 119 of the whatever this is, Chumps to Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I was really, I was really focused on on calling you guys baby diapers. I think I've done that before, though. Didn't the Matt? That sounded recognizable. Yeah, it's yeah. played out. I mean, this this entire podcast is played out. 20, 30, 130 episodes or so. You think you could still have something fresh on the... If we have a show where I don't repeat a joke, then I won't know what to do with myself. So, Well, do your tens of listeners ever call you out on it or... All over the world, Keith. Hey, there are dozens of us. <laughs> yeah. 
and they're everywhere um, hey, i'm one of them okay <laughs> yeah so what are we gonna do now that you're on the show you're not gonna listen to this one well, yeah, no you have your, to still download it okay your listenership's going down this week i guess we no sure you are Scott gonna hit to this one to even it <laughs> yeah. all out yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah <clears throat> All right, so Matt, explain what we're about to do. We're about to do a "Who Am I?" Uh, style trivia. Um, really, oh. e- each one, pretty much the beat in the question is going to reference a, a season, and a lot of times it's going to be fantasy related. Uh, I'm a player at this position who finished in this place, and this crazy shit made that relevant. Who am I? Um, so, do you want me to just like hop into the first one? I tried to start off easy. But don't say um, that because I'm going to be so I didn't so really lost. like organize this the whole way. It could bounce back and forth. You guys, you guys could not know anything and I'll have to throw some more hints out there, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Get ready are for we, that uh, scenario. Just, are we taking you, turns? Are we yelling buzz or what? Yeah, I think I think we yell buzz because there's just two of you guys. So, let's so and yell buzz. Me, and then let me until you hear who am I at the end and I finish the I hold your buzz because there might be more on some of these. I'll hold my buzz. Hold your All, right. Butts. All right, everybody. Hold, your Hold butts. on to your butts. All right. I think I'm ready. I'm not ready, but go ahead. All right. The wait, first wait, question. Wait, there... wait, wait. Okay. There are 11 total, so we should have a tiebreaker in the end um, if needed. But the first one is <clears throat> 2013 was the last season where a tight end had the most reception TDs. That tight end was me. Who am I? Buzz. Antonio Gates. Right. All right. Go ahead, Keith. I guess that was too soon for Travis. Um, so I have to wait for Keith now, right? Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And please do not look up stats. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I won't. Uh, I swear I won't. I don't know how to do it on a computer. And my phone's over there, so. <laughs> 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 I believe that. Uh, that sounds right. That's right. That sounds right. Would it have been Jimmy Graham? You got it, Jimmy Graham. Oh, right. And wow. I was very surprised. I thought one of the recent years, Travis Kelsey or maybe even Gronk would have had the most reception TDs. But um, I should also point out at this point that this is based off half point PPR when we refer to fantasy, and I vetted this on like one website, so. If there are errors, please email angrily at Danny. Yeah. Did you was Antonio Gates even close? I mean, he had to be, right? I thought you had it when you made the guess. I thought that sounded good. Uh, well, Jimmy Graham had 16 TDs that year to lead. Let me see what Jimmy Graham had. Or sorry, what uh Antonio Gates had. Antonio Gates. It's like four. <laughs> he retired. Literally four for that season. <laughs> was that he like before? Must have got hurt or something. Maybe he was injured. Well, shit. Played 16 games started. Really? Well, uh, this is not a great start for, great for start. me. All right, go ahead. Question number two. <clears throat> I was drafted number one overall in 2018 in fantasy. And oh, in fantasy and fantasy. Okay. Yes. I was drafted Liberal. number one overall in fantasy in 2018. And I finished number one overall in fantasy points for the season. Who am I? Buzz. All right, Keith. 
I'm just going to throw Zeke out there. That is not correct. Okay, I was going to say, I feel like I feel like you would have responded uh, differently. And because you answered with a running back, I'm not going to feel bad about this, but I should say that this is running back number one overall. I was drafted number one overall in <laughs> fantasy, and I finished number over number one overall. I'm a running back. Well, I don't. I would assume the running back would have been picked number one. That's why I went with a running back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to think. 2018 was not that long ago. No. It, it's not, but it seems like. But it, that seems like a long time ago. That was though. kind of my point of this question. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to give any more hints until it's done. Um, he was drafted number one overall. In 2018 was what like four years ago, and he was a running back. I'm, 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 he's, um, this is before him. This is after him. I am going, I am going to say Le'Veon Bell. No. And I'm going to give another round of answers if Keith has something else to throw out there. So we eliminated Love, Bell, and Zeke, right? Yes. I will tell you this much. Who was drafted number two overall that year was Love, Bell. And who was drafted number four overall that year was Ezekiel Elliott. Oh. Do I get to go? So is it Keith now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rotate it. It's to Keith now if he has an answer. I think it's a year or two early for him going number one, but uh, I'll I'll say McCaffrey. Nope, because I think I think I might know it. I think I might go ahead. Sorry, sorry. McCaffrey finishes RB three, and he went at like RB thirteen that year. Um, I guess that was that was his breakout. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember it now because I okay. I think I know it. Can I take, can I guess it? Yep. The Todd Gurley. It is Todd Gurley. Isn't that crazy? 2018, not only was he a number one overall draft pick, but he finished number one at RB season. That's value. That is is value. Certainly value. That's all you can hope is drafting number one overall and hitting number one, at least at your position. Do you guys want to, uh, to, to hear or guess at who was just number one overall that season? It, for like a uh, quarterback, or it was a Lamar Jackson. No, that was before Lamar Jackson's big year, wasn't it? Because it was Patrick Mahomes in 19, Lamar Jackson 20. No, that's not true. That's you're gonna true. Be, you're going to be surprised. It was Mahomes was number one overall <laughs> in 2018. Was that, that his was big his... year? The big, the big 50 touchdown year? Uh, I think I so. Yeah, been. it was 50. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I had it just off. So 2019 was Lamar. And then the last two were Josh Allen, right? Dude, this this is right. where I struggle is putting years with things like that. I I just yeah. know the general area where they happen. I just remember Todd so, Gurley so just constantly beating the shit out of me and one of those years in there. So he just went south so quick when it happened, you know. It, those those knees just went on him. Yeah. Poor thing. Which I know something about. Yeah. 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 All right, Matt. One to one. All right, I really like this question. Um, 
okay. because it's not what I would expect. Oh, good. And that might be a hint in itself. But um, in 2006, I finished as the RB2. Oh. But I also had the most receptions at 90 receptions and most receiving yards at 806 receiving yards for a running back. Who am I? Well, so say, say those, numbers, those last numbers again. So in 2006, I finished as RB2. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I had the most RB receptions at 90 and the most receiving yards at 806 receiving yards for a running back. Who am I? I'll buzz. I, 2006? I don't know. I'll buzz in there. And I'm just going to throw out there, is this even close with Priest Holmes? This is not Priest Holmes. <laughs> is that even the right year? It's or am close. I, okay. I'm not crazy for that. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, it's just so vague and going back that long. Who caught a lot of passes? Did Priest, did Priest catch a lot of passes? Did he? I yes, thought he, he did. RB1 in that season. Yes. Will that help a little bit? Yes. Should I make Keith guess once first? Yeah, you probably Probably. Should. That's probably fair. fair. Yeah. Ah, geez. Trying to think of who caught a lot of balls as a running back back then. Um. <laughs> I I got no freaking clue. Let me look at the football helmets. Yeah, look at turn around, look at the football helmets. Keith's got a really good uh background, by the way. It's a lot of really good football like it's on memorabilia. It's just the football helmet, so he can just do that. But I'm gonna give one hint that's not gonna really give anything away, but something interesting for the listeners. In 2006, Frank Gore was RB4. Do you want oh, to guess yeah. how, many, how many rushing yards he had? He was number four, r- rushing yards. 1,200. 1,695. Wow, Frank Gore, when he's a young pup. So, we had some workhorses back there. Like All these like top seven all had 300-plus carries. Besides Brian Westbrook, which also isn't a hint, he was that's, at five. That's back when you had to take a running back overall number one. Oh yeah, you know, in those days. Um, I I really don't I don't even know where these guys slot in year wise. Um, Brian Rus- Westbrook. Oh, yeah, no, what a pick! Is that <laughs> he it? was number he was number five that year. So we had okay. Gore at four, Brian Westbrook at five, and let me just give you guys a a hint to get okay. you guys a little bit more moving along. <laughs> Okay. 2006 timeline. Ladanian Tomlinson was RB1 in half PPR and he blew everybody out of the water. But mm-hmm. 28 TDs, a crazy Jesus. season. I think that's how many? 28. Rushing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the record. That might have been total. Was that just <laughs> rushing? I think he had three receiving TDs if the stats I'm looking at are uh. correct. Okay, I'm trying to think of running backs from 2006. Yeah. So, um, and what was the official stat? It was again, it was like 800 receiving yards. I finished as RB two, but I had the most receptions at RB with 90, and the most receiving yards at 806. So I was the best receiving running back in that season. I don't think that the my guess. So I'm trying to think. Okay, doesn't no, but the the guesses that I have are not receiving backs in my head. But since I'm struggling to think of running backs, 
in in 2006. I'm going to say, say Steven Jackson. And you got it right, Danny. Nice. Good draft. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was Rams because <laughs> they were in St. Louis. Isn't and I think of him as a rusher. We were Rams fans then. We watched this. Do you remember Steven Jackson being the best pass catching running back? No. No. At that time? I no. was, see, to tell you how I can't figure out where guys slot in, I was trying to think of Marshall was still playing for the Rams then. I but had no the, idea. I was in my head, I was like, is, I'm going to go with either Steven Jackson or Adrian Peterson. But I think that was too yeah. early for Adrian Peterson. Those are the only two guys hey, I could it, think of at that point. It would point. have taken me all night to come up with Steven Jackson. That was a good call. I did. <laughs> After that, I would I was gonna have to go with initials. So just know that initials are going to have to be a uh, eventually let's, what you're gonna have to do. Let's get a little newer with this one. That sounds um, lovely. Okay, 2011 is that acceptable? Yeah. Cardinals won the World well, Series. Better be because we have some earlier than that. So 2011 World Series. Mm-hmm. In 2011. Calvin Johnson has hit his career season high of 16 receiving TDs and finished wide receiver one. I also had my career season high TDs at 15 in this season. That's 2011, just behind Megatron. And I ended up wide receiver three. Another interesting note is I finished wide receiver one in 2016. Who am I? Oh, that changes everything. Oh, never mind. <laughs> My guess was not going to be that. Then this is going to be tough. Um, but buzz. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't. I, I didn't finish the buzzword. So go ahead and give your your last little hint. No, I don't think I'm. I, All right, I just, I'll I'll buzz since you said he finished number one in 2016, and the other one's 2011. Yep. Oh no! Now I don't. Now, now I'm getting my stats confused. So in, in summary, in 2011, Calvin Johnson was wide receiver one with 16 receiving TDs. This guy had 15 that season and finished wide receiver three. But mm. five years later, in 2016, he finished wide receiver one. In fantasy, not in touchdowns. Oh, he finished as the wide receiver one in 2016. Yes. In half point PPR fantasy. I'll just say Antonio Brown. Wow, that's a good guess, Danny. That's wrong. That was a good uh, guess. You did. Good call. I did realize I, while doing some of this research that Antonio Brown has been around for a while. I don't think he was as early as 2011, though. Yeah, that, that was the big. I was like, wait, 2011, Danny? 2011? 2011, Danny? So I said it over and over, <laughs> over, and over, <laughs> over and over and over and over. Were you talking to yourself? Oh, dude, don't say it. Don't say those words, but I did it anyway. All right. I'm thinking in 11, somebody really young, kicking off his career, came into being five years late. Five years later? Wow. Uh, I had a different guy uh, in my head, too, but I. Little shot in the dark, Julio. It's not Julio either. The Julio was in my head as well because of the, uh, but he just didn't have the touchdowns ever in like his career. Such, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wide receiver one. So I'll say in 2011. That, no, in 2016. 16. Julio 16. Jones in 2011 was wide receiver 18. Wow. 
And I don't even know if Antonio Brown's on this list. I wonder if that was like his rookie year, maybe. I, I mean, that had to have been pretty close to his, him just starting. Okay. I'm now I'm thinking of a football player, wide receiver who was really great in 2011 and really great in 2016. And I have one because I'm looking at the standings uh, for the NFL and I, I see a team <laughs> that I remember a guy from <laughs> is a Larry Fitzgerald. It That's is a, not Larry. Fitzgerald. That was a great guess. So okay. great guess. And okay. in 2011, Larry Fitzgerald finished wide receiver five you want to hear since you guys both have a guess now or i guess a couple i have two guesses and then keithy's yeah like i said calvin johnson was wide receiver one we're we're guessing at two three was wes welker four was victor cruz victor Victor cruz Cruz, i never would have gotten victor cruz i'm so glad you didn't pick him for five was larry fitzgerald this guy's sitting at two and like i said in 2016 he was number one overall and another little hint, Keith, we're just really throwing hints out to you. Good, I need them. Um, he only, this is surprising to me, he was only selected to the Pro Bowl one season, and that was 2014. So not either of these seasons we're talking about. Wow. Even though, even though in 2016, he was a rock star. So when he led the league, he, wasn't going, he didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Wow. Not according to wow. Pro Football Reference, which I usually consider pretty pretty spot. That's crazy, um, and that does not make it any easier on me. Because uh, everybody I'm thinking of now, well, everybody I'm thinking of now, I know went to more than one Pro Bowl. That's the only problem. Are we sure it's not Larry Fitzgerald? You double checked. Oh, he had to have been to more than one. <laughs> I'm <Pro> just kidding. <laughs> He's going to turn around and look at his stomach. Oh, my God, it is. (laughs) You know, that you say it. Each question I read off, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to find some reason why I'm wrong on this. I I got another guy, but I I don't have any conviction that it's right. That's not what you like to hear. (laughs) Well, I mean, these these questions shouldn't be obvious. Oh, I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. Okay. I'm going to give you, I think, five seconds or something. Let Dane against it. Okay. I I got a weird one to just throw out there. But um, Deshaun Deshaun Jackson. It is not Deshaun Jackson. Okay. And I'll just, and just to keep things moving, I'll toss, I'll toss this one out uh, your way, Matt. No, I hate it now that I was about to say it. Well, while you're thinking, Okay. So I don't see Deshaun Jackson, but Vincent Jackson finished wide receiver 10 that year. I that. So I, he okay. churned in my head. I'm not kidding. Um, okay. I'm between two, two guys here. That's what she said. <laughs> and I, I don't know. So we're talking touchdowns, right? We're talking touchdowns. We're also talking fantasy playoffs, playoffs, uh, finishes, All right. fantasy finishes and TDs. I'm going with Jordy Nelson. Mm. Got it. It's Jordy. That was nice. All right. It really surprised me that he was so good in 11 and then wide receiver one in 16 and really relevant throughout all that. I don't consider him like that long-term like workhorse guy, but he really was in fantasy. He was in the Packers. I remember Donald driver was big. Remember Donald driver. Yeah. And, uh, but the other guy I was thinking about was, but I don't remember him being a touchdown guy. I, I remember him being similar to like Julio Jones, where he was unbelievable. We never really scored that often. 
it was Andre Johnson from the Texans. Uh, I, I think he got in the end zone a little. Did he? Yeah. He was Matt like, was, was my time was like frame right? He was guy for a few seasons there, like a wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going on to the next one. Keith had a hot start by getting the first one, and then Danny has cleaned up on the last three. So it's three to one, Danny. This one's going to reach back a little bit farther. But I'm just glad I got one. Yeah, there you go. It was scary for a moment. Okay. Yes, it was. Thank God I got off the schneid on the first one. This one's also going to reach back. Um, it's 2005, but it is quarterback related. All these names um, have lasted a little bit longer. than Roger Staubach. Uh, <laughs> Brian in Greasy. 2005, <laughs> I finished as QB1 with over 3,800 passing yards and 32 TDs. I beat out Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Matt Hasselbeck, and Eli Manning. Matt Hasselbeck, I love it. All finishing <laughs> two through five that year. Who am I? Buzz. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. No. Do you want to know what Drew Brees finished at that year? Yes. QB nine. Did he beat out Matt Hasselbeck? No, I, what I, if you were listening, each one of those, each one of those quarterbacks I mentioned were finished two through five. I, so I get it now. I, I was just waiting for you in the list. To Brady, say Manning, Hasselbeck, right. and Manning. I understand. Thank you. Okay. Go ahead. I got a strong guess. Donovan McNabb. Uh, no. Okay, I'm ready. I don't. Was McNabb even playing? I know. I have. See, I don't know with years. I cannot figure out when you. He was was playing then. He was QB twenty. Okay, he was still relevant. Do you guys know where? Do you guys know where Donovan McNabb went to college? Syracuse. Yeah. Good job, Keith. Can I get a point? Can I get one? No, because I asked the question. (laughs) Uh, My guess is I'm waiting for him to finish that sip of beer. She doesn't spit it out because it was so good. (laughs) <laughs> you ready yep ben roethlisberger <gasps> no Fuck it was me, not really? ben roethlisberger ben roethlisberger <laughs> finished qb 17 this year we're talking 2005 boys yeah they won the super I, bowl these, didn't they? these years mean nothing to me i just just five they won didn't the steelers win the super no they mean this guy was quarterback know. number one beat out brady manning hasselbeck and Eli, man, this is but such a different time. Like shouldn't have. You said the stats he threw for like 40 yards and like a touchdown. And it was like, great job. Over 3,800 passing yards. How and many touchdowns? 32 plus TDs. Okay, we can do this. Which, Keith, we can do this. I will All add right. another hint is the most passing TDs of that season. You're going to like four. this. 32? 32. Yeah, this is 2005. People aren't throwing 50 passing touchdowns in 2005. Ready for this one? <laughs> okay. Okay. Mark, Mark with a C, Bolger. Oh, wow. Is it it? No. Mark God, as soon as he said it, I was like, that's it. <laughs> finished quarterback 23. Oh, uh, yeah. That was our team then, baby. Okay. It has him listed as the LA Rams. So that was not our oh. team, apparently. Uh, well, in 2006, it was, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> We may not have wanted to admit it, but it was. No, this is going to sound so weird if I get make this guess and it's and it's wrong. You guys are going to be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, but I'm going to say Brett Favre. 
It is not Brett Favre. Because <laughs> that would be cool when he was, was on like he? the Jets or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or the Brett Favre was quarterback 15 that year. Eh, Who do you better play than for Donovan McNabb. Was he on a Jets? All right, so I'm gonna Vikings? I'm gonna throw some hints out there for you guys. Thank you. He did make the Pro Bowl in this season. This was his second year in the league. Oh wow. He played from 2004 to 2017. I know it. I know it. I know it. It's on my turn, but I know All it. All right. Um, I'm going to let, and I'm going to give a couple more hints out there for Keith, too, because Danny knows it. 2005, 2006, his sophomore and junior year, I guess, he made the Pro Bowl. He made sophomore it again. Junior year. <laughs> he made it again in 2015. I uh, stop with what? giving him hints. A stop decade it. Later. Please stop it. I need you to stop. I need you to stop giving him hints because I know this. Now that you said one of the things. I still have no clue whatsoever. He was on a different team when he made it in 2015. <laughs> what are His you doing, team. dude? <laughs> None of this is helping me. Can I can I toss a bonus hint for Keith? And then the Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. He's currently the head coach of an Alabama high school team. Oh, that helps. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know that. Uh, Are you typing it in? Yeah. <laughs> See if it's right. It sounds right. I'll okay, 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 okay. I just, I don't. Did you I'll... say, did you say he won the Super Bowl or he went to the Pro Bowl? He What's went to the, the Pro Bowl Pro in 05 and 06, his sophomore and junior years. And then again in 2015, his like super, 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 super. Old guy that year. came back later on. He had some great years. Um, I just don't, I don't have a clue. All right. I'm, this I'm this gonna... year, year thing is screwing me up, man. Okay. Matt, is it, is it Philip Rivers? No, it is not. That what? Was great, great guess, though. Great guess. I like the guess, but it is because not. it wasn't Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger all a 2004 draft class. That, class so yeah. 2005 would have been their second year, and they were all amazing. Is Rivers still playing behind Breeze that year because Breeze was still in the Chargers. Oh shit! Okay, I then I gave you some wrong advice, Keith. River, Rivers is up. a high school coach. Wouldn't he be just the greatest? Just <laughs> You can you just so, hear him now, like old fiddlesticks, and so should we, we just hear keep... the team he was on in the middle of when he did not make a Pro Bowl? I got to just start lobbing some hints out there. Yeah, you better throw some softballs. So the the middle team that he was on for two seasons was Oakland. Was it the guy? Did he play for the uh, the the other the other team? <laughs> the, <laughs> that, was, that wasn't helpful. Was he always uh, a starter, or was he a backup through a lot of this? Or is that too much of a hint? Long uh, time. uh, He he was a long time Cincinnati Bengals. I would. He had seven seasons with the Bengals. Palmer. It is Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that okay? Was that acceptable now that none of us had any idea? Once we get get into. I don't care. I'm not going to get more than one anyway. (laughs) No. Listen, with that attitude, you're probably right, Keith. Okay. (laughs) But uh, okay. yeah, Carson Palmer surprising back in 2005. Like, well, I mean, we're all we we Carson Palmer alerts. And yeah, I think that's that was around true. the 2015 like Pro Bowl um experience. I, but I forgot he even existed. I, the fact that he led the league in 06 is pretty crazy. That's that I, I thought I would have bet a lot of money 
on Philip Rivers. So I need to rethink how I, much I thought I you know. nailed it. I thought you nailed it when you yeah. said. It. Well, mm. this next question is one of my favorites because it's about last season, but also the past. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. So we got Matt. We got, we got. You heard the crack and last then, season, but also the answer is Tom Brady. No. It's okay, weird. It's about last right season. Here. I'll let you and two thousand one. Yeah, man. Keith, we're doing a great job so far. I gotta say, at, at this point, it's just me. We should put our heads bad. together. <laughs> yeah, we, we should just team up on this. Oh, Keith, I think you have the advantage here. Okay, but the question is, you do. Okay, in two thousand twenty-one. I was the second rookie tight end ever to finish with over a thousand reception yards. I'm Kyle Pitts. Who was the first and only other player to do the same at tight end? Is it up to Keith? Do you mean as a rookie? Keith, the first. Okay. Yes. As a rookie. To lead the league in yardage as a rookie. No. To finish with over a thousand reception yards as a rookie at tight end. No, this, this this should be up for grabs. So if you know it, buzz, Danny. It didn't, but, but he said he said to not to do that to give you the oh, the. Yeah, uh, this, this is a new question. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it out there then because there was a I'm gonna okay this is gonna be I'm gonna start the entire sentence over that wasn't going anywhere. Matt, you said 2021 Kyle Pitts. Did you give a year from the last one or just in no, general? The only other player to ever do the same. And I'll, right. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. It was a while it, ago. It's earlier than 2003. My my other reference. Is it so. Jeremy Shockey? Oh, it is not. Okay. That was my guess. This is a, this one is an old one. I might have to might have to give some hints here. So it's you said it's before 2003. It's, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. I Tight ends were not the like only this. other uh, tight end to ever get over a thousand yards in his rookie season. Is a rookie. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll say, uh, old boy Kellen Winslow. Is not Kellen Winslow. Is it Tony Gonzalez? Oh, there you go. Is not Tony Gonzalez. Oh, wow. Uh, Keith, Keith's back. <laughs> Should we go back to? Uh, Do you want to know how many yards Tony Gonzalez had as a rookie season? Kind of now. 368. <laughs> <laughs> you remember tight ends are that. a <laughs> position where you have to blossom at um yeah. in the NFL. Who yeah, was that so head who, coach? Who was that head coach that was a, a tight end that was really good? That still that was way too far back. That was way too far back to be well, anything that was, else. And do you want to know uh Mike Kellen Winslow's yeah. rookie season uh reception yards? Sure. 255. Wow. His second I, season, he had twelve hundred and ninety. Yeah, well, that was the Eric Coriel that they basically changed offense in the NFL. Um, but to get back to the question, was this person answered earlier today incorrectly for another question? I don't believe so. Okay. I will tell you this much right now. Nice. He has had a substantial coaching career in the NFL. Coaching career? Yes. Really? It can't be Ditka. Um, and I'm going to give it to you. You just got it. It is Mike Ditka. He went for over a thousand yards. I gave yes. you that answer, son of a bitch. 
<laughs> I didn't really. I couldn't remember if it was Dick Butkus or Mike It is the Mike only Dicka. season he went over for 1,000 <laughs> yards. It was in 1961, 1,076 yards, 12 TDs. Monster season for a tight end. Don't now, you what were we you... would have heard about that more last year when Pitts was doing it? I mean... Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I wasn't talked about more. Matt, what were your what were you thinking when I said the thing that I said? And then he goes, Are you thinking of Mike Dick? I was like, Yeah, that's not it though. <laughs> what were you what were you thinking? What were you thinking? I, I did oh, not shit. hear this your, podcast your is gonna take three hours because I, I couldn't back. think of any other tight ends who have been coaches, you know, you know, right off the top of my head. I'm sure there's been more, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, yep. all right, Matt. Next question. Okay, now we're we're getting even. Keith two, Danny four. Still plenty of time to make it up. This is the oldest question and the last one before 2010. But this is a big name. You guys should be able to get this. <laughs> In 2003, I had over 1,400 rushing yards, but it was less than my previous two seasons. But I did hit a career-high number of rushing touchdowns in a single season, which landed me tied for number two of all time. Who am I? Number two of all time? Number two of all time for rushing touchdowns in a single season. Buzz. Is it Sean Alexander? Oh, man. Good, great guess. Because he had a big year one of those years. I remember fantasy-wise, but it was before I remember. That's that's I keep getting caught up too much in trying to think about my hint. What was your guess, Danny? Sean Sean Alexander. Alexander. He is the one who's tied with this guy. So I'm not number two. I I feel really proud of that. I'm proud of that guy. What I mentioned earlier about LT being number one overall all time with 28 was still true. So 28 was number one all time. (laughs) Sean Alexander had 27 tied with this guy who in 2003 had 1400 rushing yards, but that was less than the previous two seasons. And this is his career high at 27, which tied him for number two of all time. Did he fall off after that? Do you think it was just like a a face plant? (laughs) You probably know since you have the stats right in front of you, but did he face plant? He's a name you will absolutely know. Okay. So, so he continued. It's just so hard to put these names with those years. I, I, Did he blast off at that point, Matt, or was this like towards the uh, end? Well, I'll, I will say that was the hint at the beginning of the question. I had mm. over 1,400 rushing yards, but that was less than the previous two seasons. This guy's been relevant. Okay. That was, yeah. Each of the previous two seasons, he had more, yeah, more than, than four. He had more rushing yards than in 2003 when he set. I got this number two all-time record. It's too early for the guy I was just thinking. Um, could it have been Eddie George? It is not Eddie George. Uh, Let me look up and see in 2003 where Eddie George finished. Can I – okay, while you're doing – I got – I got again, I'm just not Eddie positive. Eddie George was 20, 21 that year. And this guy that I'm talking about finished fantasy half PPR number one overall. I'll add that into it. Oh, wow. Jeez. So is it, okay. Is it, uh, it's Larry Johnson. 
It is not Larry Johnson. Larry oh. Johnson is nowhere on the list. <laughs> that made, he, may not, he may not have been born yet. So he was on, I think when I was looking at like 2006, um, earlier okay. for Stephen Jackson, he was on the list at like number like three All or right. four. So just a couple of years off there. I know All he right. had a, I, I'm probably like totally off on the years again. Was it Priest Holmes? Bingo. Keith hits it wow. big. Priest I, I knew Holmes. he had a huge touchdown here one year. That's yeah, my he was first monster. guess. Uh, uh, one of the things that we've done, and it was stupid. So but you made me think because didn't Larry Johnson play for the Chiefs? Right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I thought that, that was just so early on. I that early on, I forget the years when people were relevant because they went like with Larry Johnson right into Priest Holmes, didn't they? And then uh, see, it was one after another, and it was uh who was the big guy, the Nigerian nightmare? Um, it's racist, but yeah. What was his name? He was humongous, too. Uh, Matt Ryan. It was, oh, started with Peyton Hills. Peyton Hills. <laughs> no, no joke. I thought about Peyton Hills earlier for one of the, the guests. I was going to put a Peyton Hills question out there. I would have nailed it. I would have nailed it. Number, <laughs> you made the Madden cover. Peyton Hills. Got it. Next question. All right, four to three. All right, well, Priest Holmes, good guess. He was a fantasy monster mm-hmm. for those mm-hmm. those yeah. years. I think 2001 to 2004, and um, after that, he kind of fell off, but certainly yeah. uh, a long-time running back monster. I almost didn't guess him because Danny said Larry Johnson. I'm thinking, well, I must be way off on the years. No, I because so. I had already guessed Priest Holmes earlier, and, and I don't know why I thought it was like one of those things where I can't guess him again. But he was for, It didn't last long, but he was a fantasy star. All right. Everything else is 2010 or newer, so you guys should stop oh, thank whining. Thank God, thank God. And okay. <laughs> this next one, <clears throat> 2012 was my rookie year, and I totaled 950 rushing yards and 11 rushing TDs. The following two seasons, I only had three rushing TDs and failed to surpass 600 rushing yards. Since then, I've played for the CFL, the AFL, and the FAM leagues, which is the, the family Americano of Mexico <laughs> leagues. Nice. Who am I? Jesus. All right. Were, I were didn't mean f- AFL. I meant AAF. I need to correct that. I typed that w- wrong. What were the what was the initial 2012 stats again? You said 900 and something yards. 2012 and was his rookie year. Told 950 rushing yards and 11 rushing TDs. All right, I'll buzz in there. Yep. Is it Eddie Lacy? No. <laughs> Great guess. <laughs> Who fell off faster than Eddie Lacy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no freaking clue on this. And first Jeez. of all, Eddie Lacy is too fat to have played for the CFL. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You watch home. your mouth. Isn't that Mandy's most hated player ever? She'll, yeah, she still talks about it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> she hates him 2012 good year falls off the face of the earth um great year falls and it was his head. rookie year in 2012 that's great oh. year <laughs> trunk candidate <laughs> is it trunk candidate please say it is <laughs> is that your real guess sure it's not drunk. Yet. Is that your real guess? I should tell you something. <laughs> I have no idea when Trunk oh, Candidate guy. played. No, because Trunk Candidate never would have rushed for 900 and something yards. Let's put it that way. I will say this. 
His rookie <laughs> season was obviously his best season, and he was very highly touted coming out of college. Um, he was an exciting running back for the league. He w- he didn't come out of nowhere. He wasn't your uh, James Robinson. He was expected to do well, and he did well his rookie year. And that was it. In 2012. Oh. And do you do you know it, Keith? Do you think no, you, you know, throw it out anyway. there. If you know it, I have I've I got think, nothing even turning in my head. So I think mine's a really stupid guess because he had a better career than that. So it's well, I can't throw be. it out there. Danny Reg- thought Jordy Nelson was a stupid guess. Reggie Bush. Oh no, but I like that guess. That's who I would guess if you were saying that. 2012 though reggie wasn't reggie bush a stud in like 2006 no idea no idea like i watched him back in the day god i i don't even i don't even know um a 2012 version not trent richardson trent richardson was it richardson Richardson. he had a 900 yard year wow that's a great guess when far his best do you guys remember who he played for in the aaf the, uh, the Birmingham. Yep. The Calgary Stampeders. Ah, good for you. I'm really good at the questions that aren't on this game. If it wasn't, <laughs> like, I thought they got the years wrong. I thought Trent Richardson was like 2015 or something like that. Because I thought Eddie Lacey burned Mandy a decade ago. Man, I'm getting my years wrong. Hey, I got it though. That's all it counts. Five yeah. three. Richardson with a with a pretty good uh rookie year there, and he finished RB eight on the year there to the Raiders. Wow. Cleveland, right? Oh shit, Cleveland. But he ended up on the Raiders, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those Alabama running backs, man. Oh, and Derek. This was gonna be tough. You guys ready for a tough one? Yeah, that's what. That's just what we're looking for. That's exactly what I need. I thought you guys would be killing it at this point, so I had to throw a tough one. We're doing. I think we're doing. We've got no. Danny's actually doing fine. Um, It's five to three. It's just so we're all clear. (laughs) This is a good matchup. Go ahead, Matt. In 2010, sorry, <clears throat> 2010 was my eighth year in the league. Jesus. It was also <laughs> the first time I was selected to the Pro Bowl, the first time I broke a thousand reception yards, and the first time I scored 10 plus TDs. It was also the last time I did any of those things. <laughs> Who am I? So In 2010? Somebody had one good year there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know uh, if you guys will ever get this one. Okay. Great. 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 <laughs> can I? Can I? Okay. I, I'm. Rem- I'll buzz in. Okay. If this is it, I won't know what the fuck to do. If this is it, you win the game. Is it Roddy White? No, it is not. Roddy White was around longer. Than hey, White shut up! Years. I had no idea. <laughs> he actually he had a couple good years. I'm sure he did. I hope it's Donald Driver. So bad, Keith. You should choose that. <laughs> Trung candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Stop guessing, Trung candidate. Uh, one good year in 2010 when he had already had eight years in the league, and then he was done. Um, Do you want to hear where he came into the league at? Sure. San Francisco. That's where he came into the league at. Yeah. That's not where he probably had his best year. Oh, Jerry Rice. This year in 2010 was his fourth team in the league. I'll go ahead and give you all of them before that. San Fran, Washington, 
Redskins at that time and Chicago. And then he came to this team and he had, had his, good year. his good year. San Fran, Washington, Chicago. Just it, well, it was 2010. He had the, the, the big one, the big yeah. Cadoodle yeah. Yeah. for what team? He's not telling us. Oh, he hasn't told us yet. Okay. I can tell you. I don't think it's going yeah, to help too much now. Denver is where he had the season in 2010. Denver. The Braun shows, as it were. And no, it wasn't <laughs> Brandon Marshall because he had some other good years. Um, I, know. I fucking know that, Danny. Brand- Denver. This is with John Elway. 2010, would that have been? No. Elway was done by then, right? It would have been. Just, I also did I'm not mention kidding. that he finished as wide receiver two in fantasy for half PPR that year. In 2010. You know who finished number one that year? Roddy White, Danny. How about hey! that? Hey! How about that? That's pretty sick. You know who was three? Dwayne Bow. You remember the Dwayne oh! Bow? Over Dwayne, yeah, somewhere over the Dwayne Bow. I remember that. I remember that. I don't remember Dwayne Bow. He mean he he pooped his pants in Kansas City, right? <laughs> or no, Miami. It was Miami, wasn't it? Number four, Greg Jennings. Number five, Calvin Johnson. Number Greg six, Jennings. Wayne. Greg, Greg Jennings. Jennings was what a he name. Was, he was a good fantasy player. What a name. Ah, Jesus. I, is this just me? Because Danny already guessed. Yeah, it's up to you. I, I cannot think, and, and I'm assuming this has got to be a wide receiver, not a tight end. It is a wide receiver. I okay. Think. Um, Denver wide receivers. Can you One have her give us can the you number talk? of years he was on Denver was only two, but in 2009, yeah. he only played like two games with them. So really, this was his only season in Denver. I'm just just feeling horrible because I keep slowing down the show. He was actually on, in 2011, he played 11 games with the St. Louis Rams. How about that shit? You think I know that? Just like that, he's got life again. 2012, the year after, he played in six, well, he started 15, but played in 16 games with the New England Patriots. Oh my god! It's that one guy. Hey, it's brother... a one. It's one kid who got uh, who got just at, in the preseason. He just got fucking annihilated on a hit. Matt, do you remember this? And it was like, what is that guy doing? And I don't recall oh, if god, that happened to this guy. Is... And I'll, I'll just finish this out too, so we that's, have the whole career. 2013, he did not play. He was out of the NFL. But 2014, he came back and played. In 14 games, started three with San Fran, which, if you remember, that's where he, where he started. started. He was a super fast guy, right? He was super fast. That was his thing. Matt, I'm asking you as a guy who remembers this kind of shit. He was fast, right? Sure. Sure. Well, wasn't he Kennison, says sure. We, we drafted Kennison. And I just, I can't think of anything. I can't. I'm I'm trying to say in 2011, when he played um, in 11 games for the Rams, he started that year in Denver. He played four games in Denver, and then he got, I guess, I assume traded to the Rams. I don't remember how it went down um, in St. Louis. But if my brother Kevin's listening to this, he's screaming at me right now because I'm sure he knows it. Yeah, well, um, he should have came on the show. Yeah. And uh, he wouldn't have been bogging it down like I am. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it, too, all over the world. 
All, no, dude. All, all we're doing is getting drunk. Long enough on this question, I'm going to throw a pretty big hint up. Just Danny, if you Danny, if you got a guess, Danny, go for the guess. No, he's, he's, no I, I as soon as you, it's one of those things. As soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, of course. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. What is your? Uh, you, earlier, you said it can't be Brandon Marshall. I feel it's like, not Brandon Marshall. He no. finished wide receiver 22 this year. This guy finished wide receiver. Can you give two, initials? Can you give but, initials? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. His first name is Brandon. Uh, can I guess? Yeah. yeah. Is it Brandon Lloyd? It's Brandon Lloyd. Okay. What? I, I was going to, Brandon Lloyd, I, he bounced, he played for the Patriots. Did you say the Patriots at a certain point? One year. One yeah. Year. But and he's he got like eliminated on like a hit. Remember Brandon Lloyd? I don't ever remember him being on the St. Louis Rams. No, I that I don't remember at all. End games in 2011. Oh man, actually yeah. 11 games, 10 starts. Wow, Jesus. But man, yeah, right. finished wide receiver two in 2010. I don't remember that man. Brandon Lloyd did play for the Broncos, didn't he? Yeah. All right. All right. It was his big year. All right. Next question. Right. Got two more left. I think technically Danny has it, but I'll just probably make the last one weighted to where it's, it's fun. Winner take all thing. <laughs> um. Good. If Keith if Keith gets it, then we're tied. No matter this what. It's pretty recent. Can you guys um, see me? Because I can't see you. I, I it's just, uh, yeah, we can see you, Bob. I, I don't know what's going on here. So you. I trust that you can figure it out while Matt is. Can you okay, hear us? Got you back. Gotcha back. Okay. okay. Next question. In 2017, I finished as QB one with the most TD passes at 34. The next year, 2018, I did even better and finished with 35 TDs, but I only finished QB nine that year. Hmm. Additional hint. I've made the Pro Bowl every season except for 2016 that I've started. Uh, that's current. Like to to this day, he has done that. Still going. Yeah, I, that's a, I guess an additional hint if you need it. He's still a current player. In 2016, sorry, 2017, they finished QB one with 34 TD passes. The next year. They surpassed that and did 35 TD passes, but only finished QB nine. I'm going to do a wild guess here. I'm going to buzz this. All right. Well, Andrew, hold on. Before you buzz it. Andrew Luck. I'm going to have to give that to you because you just threw it out there. Willy it's nilly. Wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> well, what the hell? Why did you even say it like that? <laughs> Um, it is I'm gonna wrong. have to give it to you. I thought and you it's said wrong. He's, he's still playing. Uh, oh, he did yeah. say it. Shit. I, well, I did damn. Say that. Yeah. All right. God. I thought yeah, that'd be like a clever. I was like a clever answer of like Andrew Luck was awesome. And then all of a sudden he retired. But that now that I'm thinking it out, that was a stupid ass guess. All right. If he's still playing now and he's made the Pro Bowl every year, he said he's played. All right. Well, you can every year that. except for 2016. And I'm just gonna go ahead and throw another hint out there because I want Keith to even this up a bit. He is. He started sixteen out of sixteen games every season from 2012 to 2020, which is super incredible. Yeah, a quarterback. Yep, that's the position. You keep thinking while I go pee. You guys keep talking. Um, 
I, I know who I was going to guess, but I, he hasn't made the Pro Bowl every year. And, uh, Except for 2016. Yeah. And that was his rookie year? No. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. 2012 was our rookie year. And they oh, that was my last. has been around. My last hint was they started 16 out of 16 games every season from 2012 to 2020. I got to guess. I, you know, I got, I mean, this name just sprung into my mind immediately. Um, Matty Ice. Matty Ice is incorrect. Okay. Is it Russell Wilson? It is Russell Wilson. That was my other guess. Well, you should have guessed it. Pretty, Last, like, one of the craziest parts of that is he started every game from 2012 mm-hmm. to 2020. And in 21, he started 14 games. And that's the first year he didn't start every game of the season. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should have known that because I just saw a thing on TV the other day talking about how durable he's been, despite mm-hmm. having a crap offensive line most of his career. And I thought that was pretty interesting that he was QB number one with 34 and 17 and the next year threw another touchdown pass and ended up QB nine. Mm-hmm. But that next year, 2018, guess who was top of the charts? Patrick Mahomes with his 50 burger. Yeah. Eh, meh. I'll do it. All right, toss another, your last one. Toss your last one out there, dude. Last one. In 2013, I finished as wide receiver one. I beat out. Josh Gordon, Calvin Johnson, AJ Green, and Brandon Marshall, who finished two through five, respectively, and all had 10 more targets, 10 or more targets than I did. But I made my fantasy points by finding the end zone more than any other wide receiver with 14 receiving touchdowns on the year. And I do want to point out before there's any guesses that I started with a question in 2013 about the last season where a tight end had the most reception TDs, and that was Jimmy Graham. Now I'm ending. This guy had 14 receiving touchdowns. He was the second highest receiving touchdowns behind Jimmy Graham in 2013. And he's a wide receiver? Wide receiver one in 2013. Mm-hmm. And every other receiver that I mentioned, Gordon, Calvin Johnson, AJ Green, Brandon Marshall, they finished two through five and all had 10 more targets than him. So he wasn't super heavily targeted. Um, Have we mentioned his name yet on this podcast? Neither one of us have buzzed in. I think that's a reasonable question. I don't, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Um, 2013. Like all the you names. Wanna, thi- Go ahead. You want to know who was number six? Because I feel no like this clue. might be who you're thinking about. Six was Antonio Brown. If you're thinking it might be Antonio Brown. No, because I mentioned Wide him earlier. Six. That's I what I was saying. That's mm-hmm. who you're thinking about. We did mention him. We did mention him. He is not it. He was wide receiver six that year. Mm-hmm. No, the other guy, 14 touchdowns. And he was second to Jimmy Graham on the Saints. We yep. mentioned Vincent Jackson earlier. So it's not that guy. We mentioned Larry Fitzgerald. It wasn't him. I mean, I gave you two through five. <laughs> That's it. He's one of the top five. Was number one. <sighs> NFC or AFC? 
you can do, do that. that. You? Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to do it. Just do it. Who? What'd you say, Matt? Can you hear me? I can. I guess I'll give it to you. <laughs> he's he's AFC. Was AFC at this time? I think. I think that was. I'd have to look. Was up. it Randy Moss? Nope. This is after Randy Moss, right? <laughs> like his big ascension with the Patriots for that one year. Remember that? That was 2007, right? That was 2007. Yeah. He was he was almost always AFC. His last year, I think he was still. Let me double check. I knew it was 2007. I still his said like his whole bump. career was mainly with one team. Mm. And that was AFC. So, mm. And I think he was always AFC now that I look at it. This is uh Keith, you uh, you I, you, you pun? I just Give, toss clueless. some initials. Toss some initials out there, Matt. No, I'm clueless. His rookie year was 2010. Mm-hmm. He played with the same team until 2018. Mm-hmm. At which time he was traded to Houston midseason, and then he played his last season in New York with the Jets in 2019. And then he just died off. He's burned out like a dying star. Um, Houston, okay. So the entire um, career and halfway through Houston in 2018 before the Jets. Trying to trying to think of how to phrase another hint off what you just said, but it's tough to do. Um, mm-hmm. his majority of his career was with Denver. Okay, there. Okay, that's that's you'd think that would be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it. I got it. I got it. Go ahead, Demarius Thomas. Yep, was Demarius that's right. Thomas. All right, when you made the comment and he just died off, I was like, oh, so. I thought I guessed Demarius Thomas for an answer earlier, and I think it was just something that was in my head. I'm, it was, I'm not sure. If it was did. thrown out there for something, but I okay. don't know what it was. We I threw a lot it. of names out there. It's all good. Well, hey, Danny cleaned up, but it was good. Um, sorry, <laughs> no, it was a thinker. <laughs> well, that's, that was good, Matt. Hey, bravo for a good, well thought out. Nice. Uh, you segment. put a lot of. Got to tell you, put a lot of work into that. that yeah. nice. A little bit, like 30 minutes, maybe. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> it takes me so long. <laughs> that was great. Um, so let's close this out by asking a question here for you guys. Okay. Final question. What has been your, so far, your favorite free agent signing, uh, re-signing, trade your favorite thing that has happened in the NFL offseason that's basically happened over the last three weeks, either from a fantasy perspective or from an actual NFL perspective, what's the, the thing that you have said, oh, yeah, that's cool the most? Oh, Keith, man. Keith, why don't you start while Matt thinks that out? Because I know we talked about before the show. And I told you before the show, and I, I guess it still is. I, I would have to say Russell going to Denver. Mm-hmm. Just, I like to see him getting a fresh start somewhere. And I, I just think that division's so loaded. I I would still 
probably pick Denver last in that division, honestly. Really? That, that's a, that, so put a pin in that because it's going to be a separate issue here in a second, but continue. Okay. Go ahead. No, I just, I, I just, everybody's talking about, oh, he's got all these great young weapons and stuff, but I don't know. You're going from DK and Lockett to. Judy I love Corlin Sutton. Corlin Sutton, who I think everybody loves, but they haven't proven anything. And yeah, they were with Drew Locke and what have you, Teddy Bridgewater. But I don't know. I, I think Russell's got his work cut out for him, unless mm-hmm. they really rely on Javante in that running game in the defense, which they might. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? I don't know. There's been too much crazy shit that happened this year to answer this right now. I know Can you I, have something in mind, so why don't you I do. answer? I do. My uh, favorite signing, it's more of an NFL signing than it is possibly fantasy, because I don't know if it's going to be fantasy relevant, but it could be. And my favorite thing is DJ Chark to the Detroit Lions. Ooh, I like that. I think that, that when he signed there, I was like, Absolutely yes. That is it. That's that's perfect. Opposite of Amon Ross St. Brown, you got DeAndre Swift in the backfield with Jamal Williams, you got TJ Hawkinson. The weapons are there. It's not like DJ Shark is a world beater, but I think he's perfect for that offense. And if Jared Goff's gonna pull his thumb out of his butthole, then I think that DJ Shark needs to be there. And when he signed there, I was so pumped for Detroit. And Matt, you're wearing the Detroit Lions hat. I think you can yeah. agree on that. Yeah. I I have high hopes for, him, for them this year. This is the first season where I heard of the team that's going to be on Hard Knocks and was like, I kind of want to watch that. I have yeah. not watched a season of Hard Knocks yet. And yeah. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to tune in this year. I'm, I like the Lions. I like Dan Cannonball. I have a soft spot. I don't know why for golf. Um, I think Swift I is cool. Chark is good. Mon Ross St. Brown, like Hawk. Oh, hell yeah. Like there's a lot of cool things on this team and uh, I'm going to be rooting for him. I know that much. TJ, that's a penis Hawkinson. Yeah. yeah. You know who's going to steal that show? Probably those Jamal Williams, just because he is just so great on interviews and stuff like that i hope so he's awesome he's hilarious yeah and anytime swift was out i don't think jamal williams had any trouble shouldering the load there and i think vice versa will be the same i think having two running backs like that that actually complement each other and can also carry the load is a big thing i don't know i don't know how you can decide that works as a gm or a coach but it works there with those two guys so they should have some depth there. I think that division's kind of kind of up for grabs more than it has been. I mean, Aaron lost his his baby bubble with uh Devontae and you know that Chicago's nothing. That's right. I don't know. Every season I go into the year as a cockeyed optimist with the Lions and <laughs> uh, as a I think the Packers are gonna be shit this year attitude and the inverses is what's expected and what is usually true. So I'm going to yeah. count my chickens after they hatch this year. I think Still the Vikings, I think Vikings, the Vikings, yeah. Vikings yeah. have it this year. This yeah. is the year for the Vikings. Finally, they look tough. Unless the Packers trade for DK Metcalf or something, then that's a, whew, it's a different hey, ball game there. One last little thing. Did you guys hear what Pete Carroll did said 
called out the NFL owners. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're being racist. Yes. Yeah. Shock- he, and he <laughs> basically said if, if they could look at these candidates, you know, as how qualified they are instead of that they don't look like them, <laughs> then maybe we, we could solve these problems. I, you, I kind of like that from old Pete. Bad, badass statement. <laughs> Was he smacking some gum around when he's I'm sure. Dropping it on the field, putting it back in his mouth like a savage. Yeah. Probably oh, looking gross. for Russell. Where, where's Russell? Where'd he go? Hey, uh, Matt, you didn't give your answer. Because you guys took two of the best ones, and I'm just going to pick a, a player who's really good who went to a team that I like and went to root for. I'm going to go with Von Miller going to the Bills, I think. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. A team that is in contention right now, and really there's a rule being implemented on them not getting a fair shot in the playoffs. They're a Super Bowl contender, and them signing somebody like Von Miller, who really did show up for the Rams to win a Super Bowl last year, um, is a good move for them. It's going to cost them some money, but I like it. Good call. Uh, a fantasy, a, a kind of a deep cut fantasy one that I want to toss out there. CJ Uzama, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals, signed with the New York Jets. And I think that that is fantasy relevant. Oh, what was it? What was it like three years ago? The Chris Henderson Jets. Chris Herndon. Chris, Chris Herndon. Herndon. Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over and over. I uh, will another... not be fooled again, Danny. And we should also we should also say Robert was the Titans. No, Bobby Trees. He's there. Uh, I mean that. I didn't want to be a homer, but that's a fun. That's a fun one right there. You know what else I liked uh, is Ronald Jones to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that they should trade Clyde Edwards-Alaire and then just ride with Ronald Jones. <laughs> I think it. I like Ronald Jones, and he's so boring, and I'm into it. Who would who would fumble more on the whole season, Ronald Jones or Edwards-Alaire? <laughs> <laughs> Might set a record. It's fine, though. It's cheese. <laughs> Vegas has uh, it as a push. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for sticking around so long all of our international fans sorry uh, everybody <laughs> we're sorry thank you keith for filling in for scott uh you've done a great job yes i have especially you, danny's happy as long as he doesn't lose the game so yeah, well I, then he's very happy tonight I was fucking nervous right out of the gate when you like picked off the first one. I was like, oh, Jesus. Um, but no, thanks everyone for sticking around. We really appreciate it. We'll be back whenever we're back. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Matt, why don't you uh, close us out? Remember, have fun with it. Bye now.